What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Let's Do a Podcast. Uh, I always say it the same way, even though I mean to always change up how I say let's do a podcast. It ends up just being the same thing. Wait, wait, um, let's do a podcast. Oh, yeah. Uh, Different. <laughs> anyways, I am Ryan. I'm Zogon Baffledbrox. <laughs> yeah. Or you can call me here on Earth, Anthony. So. Yeah, it means the same. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel still like so rusty. I don't know why. Like, uh, it's it's not like we took a long break or anything, but uh, I don't we're know. On a break. <laughs> That's right. We were on a break. Um, so obviously this week we were talking about the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, but of course, obviously, obviously, because it's in obviously. the title. Oh yes, we have a title, so people usually see it before they see us. So. Um, people aren't just going into these things blind. I go to, I just go into my podcast blind. So I never, I never know what I'm getting myself into. I mean, I watched the movie besides that. I have no idea what I'm going to say. So, all right. Yeah. There is no plan here. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's me every podcast. So, (laughs) um, but before we get into that, let's talk about a beer because I'm actually really excited to drink mine and I know you're excited to drink yours. I am. So tell us what you got, Anthony. So I've been uh, going through this series now for it's been over a year now, right? Because we started it back when you were still living in Texas. Yes, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it was sometime last summer, if I remember right. Yeah. Well, I'm happy to report. I think they released what I think is the last one in their series. And when I say they, I mean community. And when I say this series, I mean Hop Unity. They've released purple now you you may be asking yourself they just released blue and it's been so long between all the other brews and the answer to that is yes and yes i just tried the blue and i happened to go to uh happened to go to community and they had uh the purple on tap of course i tried it so this won't be my first time on camera trying it because i oh, of course got it. anthony yeah so, sorry guys uh but uh can i be can i be honest uh, the uh blue was actually the first time i tried the blue was on here uh but all the other ones i've tried them previously so sorry guys uh but purple uh i'm gonna drink it for you guys i don't remember what it tastes like so uh it'll be like new but uh yeah hop unity purple it is a of course a hazy double india pale ale uh featuring a solero hops uh, the entry on uh, Untapped, you, you'll notice that can art is different too. They went full purple. They changed all their art. Uh, they changed all their art for the uh, cans. If you look at the entries on Untapped, they changed all the art on those as well. Leads me to believe they're going to re-release all the colors uh, in a six-pack. I've been theorizing. Uh, I've had a theory that they're going to re-release uh, Hop Unity six-pack. Uh, one of each color, uh, which I think would be a really cool idea if they still got the recipes for all of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they can, uh, then they can take my idea and pay me in three uh, D IPAs. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, Solero hops clean with light, sweet, and not bitter aftertaste. It is an eight percent ABV and is hoppy, juicy, citrus with a mouth clean mouthfeel. So, Hop Unity Purple. Let's go. Nice. Um. Oh, yeah, do the thing. Yeah. Uh, so I'm excited to try mine because it's actually from Dallas, Texas. 
Nice. Our, our people over at Celestial. It's technical skill set. I love this beer. So this is their, I think the second release, maybe a third release of this beer. Uh, but it's a 10%, of course, hazy IPA, triple New England. Oh, um, getting, getting not done here. Yeah. Uh, the last time I had this, I, well, I had it three times, apparently. And I know it was cans that I bought. Uh, I gave it a five each time. So we'll see how it lives up to now. Uh, but it's a triple IPA loaded with a healthy charge of Strata Galaxy and Strata Hash. Uh, the aroma is very strong with fruity and passion fruit, mango, peach, ring candy, pillowy, soft, and drinks like a fresh squeezed orange juice. I think I've had this one before. Uh, I think you have. Familiar. Yeah. Because whenever I... Whenever, we went to me and Hannah went to the release of this and I bought a lot of the packs. So I, I gave a lot away because I was just like, I bought too many of these. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I'm going to drink mine. So I sip on my. Well, actually, I guess let's talk about the beer. Have you had a sip of yours, Anthony? I have not yet. I was waiting while you were uh, discussing yours. So let's... cheers. Oh, that's a good, that's good there. Look at that too. Mm. So the first time they actually poured this, so they were only doing can pours over at community. And uh, the first time they did it, it was uh, obviously had a lot of sediment in the bottom. They didn't give me that. I was like, it happens, but it was like a lot in there. So I was worried with this can pour, I was going to have a lot of sediment and this one's pretty clean. So pretty happy about that. Oh man. It's almost sad that I'm drinking this. Like I, I've held on to it and I was like, you know, I feel like this is a good movie for it. Yeah. Um, it's it's it, it's still so good. Mm-hmm. Same thing for me. Mm-hmm. 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 All right. So, <laughs> of course, at the end of the episode, we will rate them and talk about how much we love them. So, um, I love you, beer. <laughs> I love you, beer. <laughs> So, Anthony, what events or uh, beer news do we have? All right. So shout out to Baron Big D out there doing the Lord's work. Uh, coming up this weekend, we've got a few events, not a ton. We're in the dog days of summer here in Texas, and it's getting freaking hot down here. I am jealous of whatever temperatures you have up there, Ryan. I'm sure it's not 110 degrees up there. Um, but uh, we have uh, coming up this Friday on July 14th, we do have uh, the uh, release at False Idol because of the internet, which is a cool reference to one of my favorite rappers, Childish Gambino. Uh, I'm hoping that's what it is. Uh, they also have, uh, uh, it's, a, it's a Dry Hop Pilsner, Summer Nights West Coast IPA, uh, Welcome to Earth New England IPA, and uh, a few others. Uh, Panther Island's also got their Friday Fun Day uh, featuring live music and barbecue. I was supposed to go to Panther Island for the first time last week, uh, but something ended up happening. I didn't make it out there. I, Panther Island's like literally down the street from me. I need to get down there. I've just never been down there, so I need to make a point to get out there. Uh, I was gonna do. I was gonna go out there and do some trivia. Uh, this weekend on Saturday we have out at. Uh, uh maple branch uh brewing in, over here in fort worth again uh, we have their they have a wristband party 15 dollars at the door for good for three beers 
Uh, we also have uh, Hop, Hop and Sing Brewing out in Grapevine has their Rock Out Grapevine Benefit. Uh, always doing some really good uh, charity work out there, Hop and Sting. Uh, and uh, Turning Point on Saturday has an adoption event with the Bedford Animal Shelter. So good, uh, some good stuff out there. Den- uh, and Denton County has their uh, Denton County Brewing has their Bikini Bottom release party and a luau featuring pours served in fresh cut pineapples. That, that would be awesome. awesome. Yeah, yeah that'd be, that that'd sounds be great. great. Uh, Division Brewing has their Sour Sundays, uh, $2 all off, off of all sour beers on Sunday. Uh, and Denton County Brewing, not to be outdone by their luau, the next day they do have their beer pong tournament. Looking further out uh, towards the end of July is when things start really popping off. What, what, what's going on that things pop off, you may ask? Uh, Lakewood Brewing, Christmas in July, July 29th. Uh, not to be outdone on July 29th, we also have my favorite event of the year sour fest at martin house i will be there i'm there every year i will be there this year if you're there and you see me say hi uh but sour fest at martin house love it there it's a crowded event get there early it's always freaking crazy no matter how hot it is it's always freaking nuts i'm gonna bring a tent because it gets freaking hot out there yeah um yeah, uh, and uh, Tufts on August 5th is doing their IPA Fest. Uh, not sure what the state that I've been following up a little bit every now and then, uh, got updates on their uh, on their new facility. I don't think it's quite done yet. Looking like sometime in the fall. So they, they'll still be in some of their old digs there. But IPA Fest, you know Tufts IPAs are always good. So go check that out. Their IPAs and their, and their stouts, uh, to be honest. Uh, August 19th, getting further in there. Division Brewing's there doing their Wizard Fest. And then... As we've been explaining, September, we got the Dallas Observer uh, Brew Fest on the 9th, and then uh, Beer Fest at Flying Saucer, Fort Worth, in, uh, is October 21st, and the best little brew fest in Texas in Old Town, Louisville, on October 21st, so way out there on the horizon, but uh, put it on your calendar. Uh, those are some of the bigger events uh, here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Go check them out. Good stuff. And uh, to, to tell you what the temperature high was today, which is the, this is the lowest it's been in a while. It's 75. Oh, God. Yeah. I wish. And then pretty much the rest of the week. So at, at two points, we get like, I think, 90 and then like 92. And then it goes back down to like mid 80s. So mm. we have a great summer up here. That's for sure. Yeah. I'm jealous. Yeah. I really I'll deal with the heat dome down here. Triple digit temperatures every day. <laughs> It's so crazy. The people up here, they're like, oh, it gets so hot. It gets so hot. But like July is the hottest month typically for uh, for up here in Oregon. So I'm just like, so far, hasn't been that bad. The prediction for the rest of the month doesn't look that bad. So I'll take it. <laughs> give, give it a few years and you'll be like, oh, it's so hot. Yeah. <laughs> See, but the plus Texas, side is like, my yeah. God. Like in September, we're coming down to the Texas coast. So it's like, I'll, I'll be able to be like, okay, this is why I don't live here. Like, oh. I already, I, already, I'm just like, man, I don't want to go back. Like, <laughs> okay, well, the weather sucks. Yes. Okay. All right. So let's talk about some TV shows and movies. So I'm actually going to share my screen because I forgot we can actually do that. So you can look with oh, me, yeah. Anthony. So. The first, I didn't realize Twisted Metal, Metal is a TV series. Yeah, they just announced it recently. Anthony yeah. Mackie. So I'm really looking forward to this. I just watched the trailer before we started. It looks really, really fun. Because if you ever played the PlayStation game from, 
I don't even remember what year it was. It was like forever it was, ago. It was like the early to, early to mid two thousands, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like PS one. Uh, I I loved the game. I played it so much. So I'm really looking forward to it. Um, so if you have not looked at the trailer, make sure you go look at the trailer because it'll make you want to watch a few episodes. Uh, it does yeah. make me nervous because uh, it could go and kind of south pretty quick, like not be that yeah. great. <laughs> but we'll see. It's, it's interesting. I saw so I hadn't. I saw before they released the trailer. They released a scene featuring uh, what's the name of the clown? Uh, let's see. It has it right here. Um, I don't know. Oh, but uh, he's got some kind of silly name, but he's like, they're like in a bar or in a, uh, in some kind of like library or something. There's somewhere with books, but like he's, uh, it's him and uh, this, this dude and Anthony Mackie and he's there to kill Anthony Mackie's character. And uh, they like end up bonding, uh, singing, like uh, singing some kind of song, karaoke, whatever. uh, And just like, partying down when this when the clown dude's about to kill like straight up kill him i never played twisted metal i just know this project's been in development hell for years so uh i'm excited to finally see, i'm always excited to see one of these projects like finally make its way right. uh, out of out of the studio uh whether it's because they just needed to get something uh because of the writer strike or what um and they just need to get some kind of content out there and it's just been in the in the back room yeah, we can hope it's a, an actual finished project, <laughs> not something they just threw out there. Yeah, it's like we need we need something to fill this slot. So uh, they finished but, it with AI help, so it's going to be trash oh, at the oh end. Oh my god! I'm just kidding. Yeah, I don't know. Just count count the fingers on everybody's hands. Right. <laughs> All right. So yeah, I, I'll watch an episode and see how it goes. Yeah. Same. Uh, next series, I actually saw the. Um, the commercial for this a few times and it looks so good. Have you seen the commercials for these, this Anthony and silo? So before I saw a commercial, I watched this, uh, like I do any Apple TV show. I started this on a uh, flight. Uh, I was flying to somewhere. I really don't remember where I was going, but I was on a flight and I was, I just downloaded a bunch of, uh, episodes and this was being advertised. Uh, and, uh, I was like, Oh, it's got Rashida Jones in it. And spoiler guys she's just in the first episode so oh uh, rashida jones is like one of my favorite actresses because uh, she's freaking hilarious uh but it's really interesting that that is one of the, the apple's really good at those shows that like really hook you and get you with the suspense uh and they just kind of build on that tension over like over time and so there's a really good mystery at the cent- center of this and i'm uh i'm on episode like four or five i had to stop because i was watching something else um but i'm ready to hop back into this 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 movie this this show is really good yeah i uh, we don't have apple tv or apple tv plus uh right now mainly because we have so many other services so i'm like okay before we move on to this service let's finish watching what we're watching on these other ones we'll cancel that and then get this it's just Mm -hmm. like there's only so many services you can pay for at once. Um, yeah. <clears throat> but every time I saw this commercial or yeah, the advertisement for this, I was like, I am so excited to watch this because it's absolutely down my alley of a yeah. show. Um, and yeah, so I would recommend if you're interested, uh, go watch the, the trailer for this. And I'm pretty sure if you're like us, it's going to, that alone is going to hook you in. Yeah, and if you're not a TV watcher uh, and you're still curious about this, uh, I will say this is also a book series. 
So uh, check out the books as well. This is based on a book series. A lot, a lot of Apple's shows are based on book series, which I yeah. also like. So yeah. All right. Next. <laughs> Elements. Have you seen anything about this, Anthony? I'm aware of its existence. I am actually excited about this. Okay. So, um, what what's the other one where it's like the the person's emotions? Um, inside out. Inside out. It. it yeah. It, it seems like it's exactly like that, but just with elements instead. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I've watched the trailer a few times. I'm like, you know what? I think this is going to be a fun kind of dumb movie, you know? Yeah. Um, one where you it, you don't expect anything deep from it. And that's great. I think it's going to be a fun one, though. Yeah, I'm interested in it. Uh, so a lot of these movies, they, they grab like big name talent to kind of juice the movie a little bit uh and this one didn't really have any big name talent attached to it so i'm really interested or intrigued and in that they must feel they have a really good strong story it hasn't yeah. done great in the box office like a lot of other pixar movies um i kind of blame that on when they released it um and the fact that there's no big names attached to it but uh but uh i'm curious when this uh when this hits uh disney plus i'll likely watch it so same and that's it too is like i mean i'm not gonna go out to the theater and watch it for multiple reasons. Um, but I mean, even the IMDb rating, it's a lot higher than I thought it would be. So that's why I'm like, okay, I'm going to give it a good shot then, you know? Yeah. Um, that's about it for that. And okay. So I finally watched the trailer for this. I know we talked about yeah. this uh, a few months ago. Um, and I was like, I, I haven't seen anything. I just know it's coming out. Okay. I've watched trailers and things about it. It's just going to be a great movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, even me and Hannah decide like, this is going to be the movie we go see in theaters. So nice. Yeah. Um, this will be my first movie since black Panther that I've seen in theaters. And of course, for some reason it's going to be Barbie. Um, <laughs> but this movie looks like it's like taking the subversive, uh, like way about it. It's not a straight up, yeah. It's like you remember all these like CGI Barbie movies coming out, uh, like in like the like after Toy Story came out and like all these like little girl movies that they released. Uh, and this is uh, taking the very subversive route. It's like Will Ferrell's in it. You know, it's going to be a little bit crazy. Yeah, um, and I think that's yeah. Sorry, go ahead. I have a theory about this movie. Uh, so you remember, uh, so Lego movie. Spoiler alerts for the Lego movie, but uh, the Legos are being. It's the Legos are being controlled by the little boy whose right. father is Will Ferrell, right? Right. Uh, I have a theory that this is part of a Mattel. Uh, well, Lego's not part of Mattel, uh, but this is going to be part of like a toy cinematic universe, and that the CEO of Mattel is just really into Legos, uh, but he keeps in the basement because he's ashamed because it's a different product, different mm. different company's product. Uh, but uh, I think there's going to be references in there to. Uh, uh, Will Ferrell's character being the same character that he played in Lego movie. So I can see that. I keep an eye out for it. That's my theory. So, yeah. And I, I think what makes me like excited about this is it doesn't seem like it's, I don't know, wherever you think of like a Barbie movie, your mind automatically goes to a certain place of yes. just almost like, oh my God, that's going to be so annoying. But it seems like it's more of like a mixture of kind of making fun of and it looks actually silly. So it's like, okay, 
So it's not going to be a serious Barbie movie. Okay, I can I can honestly, do that. Yeah, honestly, the way they hooked me and the way they hooked me in the trailer is when she yells to everybody in the middle of a dance party. You ever think about dying? I was like, yeah. what? <laughs> so and then they make the foot joke where her feet the, her feet aren't like a normal Barbie's feet, but they're like a regular person's feet. Yeah, she's like my, my feet shouldn't be able to do this. And then uh, and yeah, and it just goes from there. So uh, it's it's interesting. I. Of course, I was. A, I'm. I'm a boy. Uh, I was. I didn't play with Barbies. My sister had Barbies, but I find it really interesting because, like, some of the outfits they had in there, like the when they're rollerblading in uh, in one part of the trailer, my sister had those outfits for her Barbies. So I was oh, like, yeah. oh, I reckon I recognize that. So, uh, and uh, my wife, she she was a she was a Barbie collector as well, and so she's got a bunch of those as well. So I recognize some references. Uh, so I found it really interesting that they're paying. Uh, they're they're dropping a little bit of those uh, references for people who are big fans of our to uh uh to kind of grab onto but they're also kind of putting in that snark for people to get people who are not barbie fans in there uh, so they I, I like their their tagline is it's like it's a movie for people who love barbie and it's a movie for people who hate barbie so yeah yeah, yeah i'm um, really I, yeah. I, I i did i really didn't think i would be looking forward to it but for some after i actually watched the trailer i'm like okay i get it now yeah um, and if Honestly, if you don't want to go see that movie, coming out the same day as Barbie is Oppenheimer, which is the opposite of this movie. This is like very you watch about opposite. The, watch a movie about the birth of the nuclear bomb uh, by Robert, uh, by Robert Oppenheimer, which uh, also is going to be a good movie. That's from from Christopher Nolan, so that's going to be a good one as well. So, yeah, that looks good, but at the same time, it's like that almost feels too. Uh... With everything going on, I was like, I don't know if this is the right time to release this movie, but let's go for it, I guess. Uh, there's never a bad not, bad time to talk about the Manhattan Project. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> so let us move on to the movie. So, Anthony, do you want to give us the little synopsis, and then we will chat about the movie. All right. Let me put on my best... Uh, Hitchhiker's Guide voice here. So, <clears throat> everyone has bad mornings. Oh, this is the synopsis, by the way. Uh, or the des description of the storyline. All right. Anyways, everyone had bad mornings. Uh, you wake up late, you stub your toe, you burn the toast. But for a man named Arthur Dent, this goes far beyond a bad day. When he learns that a friend of his is actually an alien with advanced knowledge of Earth's impending destruction, he is transported off of Earth seconds before it is blown up to make way for a new hyperspace motorway. And as if that's not enough, throw in being wanted by the police. Earth 2, an insane electronic encyclopedia, no tea whatsoever, a chronically depressed robot, and the search for the meaning of life, the universe, and everything. And you've got the greatest adventure off of Earth. So was this the greatest adventure? The book is the greatest adventure. Uh, the movie is not the book. I've read the entire so the entire book series is five books um, and it's pretty dope. Yeah, uh, the movie the movie tries. It's hard. It's it's so hard to capture the essence of the book. Yeah, and I mean that's the thing is they they try to fit a lot into one movie. Yeah, instead of making it a series. Um, it was supposed to be but, a series because they they make they, they hook the reference at the end there because the next book in the series is the restaurant at the end of the universe. Gotcha. Yeah, because yeah, I never read the book, but um, I always are books, but I you know I always wanted to, I just never got around to it. Mm -hmm. 
and then really whenever it was you know we we me me and anthony switched off choosing movies and i was flipping around trying to find one i was like you know what i haven't seen this in a long time hannah was just like i've never seen it so like let's do it it's perfect um and then whenever i messaged you you're like i have lots of opinions it's like okay perfect choice then (laughs) um so i saw this Let's see, when did it come out? 2005. I probably saw it pretty soon after, like, once it came out on, well, that time, whenever it came out to video, DVD, all that. Yeah. Um, so I watched it there. So that was my first, uh, uh, first thing even, like, knowing about, I didn't even know it was a book for a long time. Mm-hmm. I mean, which I, I guess I should have known that because it, The Hitchhiker's Guide is, like, it's, it's a movie about a book. In a sense, but um, right. But anyway, so I loved it then, and I loved it for such a long time. But then I've probably not seen it since two thousand nine. I would say something uh-huh. like that. So it was, it was kind of good to go through it again, kind of get that refresher of like, okay, now that I've seen the world <laughs> a little bit more, yeah. let, let's get the refresher of this movie. Um, yeah. I feel like this one's a good primer. If you if you have one of those nerdy nerds in your life and they just like to spout off random things like 42 whenever you ask them a, like just a question and you're asking them for a serious answer and they give you something like 42, this explains why they say that. Yeah. Why, why do they say these things? Um, I read uh, I read The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. I actually, uh, uh, back when Barnes & Noble was a big thing, uh, they sold these... Uh, compendiums of like book series uh and like the big thick huge books i still have it um and in fact this movie's gonna probably encourage me to go back and actually read the books or at least listen to them on tape uh, uh, uh since i'm looking for stuff to listen to anyways i'm getting bored with my current book uh but i digress uh i, I read it uh probably when i was in the 11th and 12th grade in high school uh, and, uh, this movie came out maybe three years after I graduated high school. So I was in, uh, when I was in college. And so I saw this movie in the theater cause I was like super into Douglas Adams at the time. This movie, this book series came out in the like late seventies, early eighties. And so it's just got all that snark and all that humor, dry British humor from those, uh, from those, uh, time, that time frame there. But it like, it translates so well cause it's all about how like, you shouldn't get yourself like a tied up or bound up in all these like seemingly important things because like, it's ultimately all like not important at the end. It's just important to just kind of enjoy what you're doing as you go. So Mm. it's a really good, it's a really good story there, but it's also easy for a young reader to just get overly philosophical about it, which I did because I thought I was a very smart child, which (laughs) I was very dumb. So (laughs) weren't we all? Yeah. Uh, I actually just put the book series on my wish list. So, because I, I, I recommend been, it. Yeah, I've been wanting to get into reading again because I really haven't in such a long time. I usually do audiobooks and stuff like that, but it's like, you know, I, I'm ready to like sit down and actually try to read something. It's been too long, but yeah, it's anyway. it's funny too because it's another one of those things where I wish they had, I, but the movies didn't make a ton of money. Um, or the movie didn't make a ton of money, uh, but you can see those things. You can see them trying to set up the building blocks of the follow-on movies, uh, like the the stuff with the bowl of petunias, where they refer to it as it's falling. Uh, it, that that comes back in a later uh, a later book, where it becomes a very important plot element. 
oddly enough, a falling bull petunias that's like, oh no, not again. You find out why it says, oh no, not again. Um, and, uh, it's like funny stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, overall, I mean, it's, it's, it's the movie is not the book, but the movie is never the book. So, yeah, I mean, it's just like Lord of the Rings, like look, look at any movie based off the book. It's never going to be the same. I mean, except for extended edition Lord of the Rings, which is almost as long as the book, man. Let me tell you, I I have all (laughs) of them. I still haven't gone through them just because it's so much, but like. I mean, so my own dad, he he loves the books of Lord of the Rings, but he he he's just like, I just can't watch the movie. Like, he still hasn't seen the movie. Oh, really? Because he's just like, I just I can't get that ruined for me. And I was like, I understand. And I was like, I can understand it for like maybe The Hobbit because that's different. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but for Lord he's, of the Rings, I felt like they did a good job. He's always just been so hesitant. I'm like. It's so great yeah. though. Like it's so unless, great though. Yeah. yeah, unless you're just like a big Tom Bombadil stand, like I, I I don't see what the issue is. But yeah. that's just me. So but anyways, we're not talking about Lord of the Rings, but I was yeah. just referencing. <laughs> but um uh so where where do you want to go with this? Because I, I feel like there's so many directions. So what what are some things you want to talk about with this movie before we start moving into the likes and dislikes uh, so it's really interesting the uh, the actors they got for this they got an all-star cast of like british and american actors like sam rockwell like brings it per usual uh i wasn't super f- with familiar with sam rockwell at the time but he's like uh he's done a ton of stuff like uh if, yeah. you, if you you may be more familiar with him uh, uh you collectively out there uh maybe more familiar with him as uh, uh, uh justin hammer from uh iron man 2 he was in uh, MCU as uh, Justin Hammer. He was the uh, one of the bad guys in there. Uh, he was also in a really good movie called Moon, where he's this guy that's on the moon, but like he find, ends up finding that there's like basically a bunch of clones of, uh, of him on the moon. Uh, he's just in a ton of stuff. He's a great actor. Uh, Most Def, which that's not he doesn't necessarily go by that name anymore. Um, what's his name now? Uh, let's see. I just had it up. Um... Uh, Yasin Bey. Yes, that's right. Uh, he's a great actor. He's d- he doesn't do a ton of stuff recently. He still does some stuff, but he doesn't do a ton of stuff. Um, Martin, Martin Freeman. Freeman. Yeah. So, I love like, him. The original, the original Jim archetype from The Office uh, also was in The Hobbit, oddly enough. <laughs> he was uh, Zoe. one of the... Yeah. Oh, and, Zoe, and Zoe Deschanel playing Tr- uh, Trisha McMillian, a.k.a. Trish- Trillian. Um, Zoe Deschanel... This is pre her being in uh, New Girl, um, and so this is when she was like New Girl in Hollywood, so to speak. Um, but uh, she, uh, I feel bad for her on this one. She gets some, she gets some grief on this one. She got some grief on this one because she's not as the characters described in the book, um, and she does. Uh, they for the purposes of the movie. She, they played her a certain way. Uh, they made her a love interest where in the book, Trisha McMillan or Trillin is not a love interest. Mm. So she got some grief because of how like she was cast to be the love interest. She was, you know, she was the original manic pixie dream girl. Uh, and so you cast someone who is that archetype. They're going to fall in love with the, the, the dumb guy who doesn't realize what he has, you know? Um, or who refuses the call of adventure, which is basically Martin Freeman's type that he's cast. That he's cast. He played Bilbo Baggins, the ultimate refusal to the call of adventure, who just ultimately yeah. gives into it, right? 
Um, <clears throat> he's really good at playing that type. Um, so uh, Zoe Deschanel, she did she did well with what they gave her in the script. Uh, Douglas Adams, who was alive at the time of this uh, movie, he he was I believe he contributed to the script uh, and like everything in there was blessed off by Doug, Doug Adams. Uh, so so there's a lot of purists out there who kind of give crap, but he he was like, hey, let's do it that way. That's cool. Uh, so I say whatever. Um, uh, I'm I, I was I'd be really curious where it was going to go because uh, again, uh, Arthur and uh, Trillin were not an item in the books, and it, she doesn't really factor into it all that closely. There's actually other love interests that factor uh, that come into the picture later uh, mm-hmm. for Arthur Dent. Um, but anyways, it's neither here nor there uh, because there was only one movie, unfortunately. Yeah. So, but yeah, the actors were really good, really well cast. Uh, they had a really uh, Bill Nighy uh, coming in there at the end with uh, what was his name? Uh, Slabartifast. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, which uh, he came in like at the very end of the movie as like kind of a surprise appearance there. Uh, uh, Bill Nighy's always, always pretty good too. So yeah. Great, great British actors in there. So, and I enjoyed the casting. The casting was good. Yeah, they definitely casted this very, very well. And um, also, uh, John, I'm terrible at his last name. Oh, John Malkovich. Yeah. Yes, I I love him. He's such a good actor. He he that's, kind of that's how you know they plan on having more than one movie because they never come back to him. Yeah, and that's the thing is like, he's the type of character where like. He he kind of always plays the same type of character in every movie that he's in mm-hmm. or show, and but but it's always a character you're like you're you're happy with. But yeah, I thought he yeah. I, I liked his kooky weird character. Yeah, the the eyeball thing was kind of spooky when he took his glasses off and it was just basically yeah. empty eye sockets. It looked like something out of like a uh, one of those uh, SCP uh, monster stories. Right, right. Um. So let's go. Let, let's move into the likes and dislikes because I have a feeling this might involve a lot of talking. Um, <laughs> so let's start off with what did you like about this movie? Besides so the, the cast, you can't use the cast again. Yeah, I already said that. Uh, <laughs> the thing I really liked about this movie. So a big chunk of the book. So the the plot in the plot in the book is really straightforward, and so is the plot in this movie. If you've seen it a bunch of times, I guess uh, I, for someone who's seen this seeing this with fresh eyes, I don't know how straightforward the plot would be to you. Cause it kind of, it kind of relies on a lot of uh, relies on you understanding what the hell's going on, I guess uh, it does. But, it, but the thing I love about this is that it tries to explain as it goes along the way, why people are doing what they're doing. And it uses the framing device of the hitchhiker's guide uh, to explain that. And I love that convention uh, because the book does this too, where it kind of uses these uh, these Hitchhiker's Guide articles, uh, which uh, Ford Prefect, played by uh, Yassine Bey, uh, or uh, Moe's Def, um, is, he's an author for the, uh, for the book. Uh, and it uses these articles and uh, a really interesting animation style for it uh, to kind of walk you through, uh, kind of hold your hand if you're new to this uh, world and kind of explain to you why things are happening the way they're happening, like how this ship works, uh, why, like why this guy's president, 
I think I only saw like one news clip, like the, the traditional way of doing this is like using a news clip. I only saw one of those, uh, kind of to use as an explainer, but everything else is like kind of explaining this is how the ship works. This is why they turned into couches, uh, or yarn or yeah. what have you, uh, to kind of like explain to you why kind of like loosely why it's happening without getting too jargony or too into detail. Um, and, or explain to you why, uh, they, what why 42 is 42 uh what's important about that it's it's really interesting uh how they explain this stuff otherwise i feel like people coming fresh into this movie would just be totally lost people i feel like maybe this movie didn't make it as big as it should have because people were so lost anyways but i'm also spoiled by the fact that i've read these books a few times and uh i'm just a big reader of all of uh uh, all of Douglas Adams stuff, uh, the Dirk, Dirk gently, this, this stuff loosely connects to the Dirk gently, a holistic detective, a series as well. Right. Um, so, <clears throat> and there's references to that as well. Um, so I don't know, hmm. but yeah, I love the, I love the, uh, the Hitchhiker's Guide articles. Those are my favorite thing in this movie. Yeah. It, it's hard not to like the actual guide cutaways. Um, because I mean that that was one. I do have a like two or three different things that I like because I, I had a feeling we'd probably like some of the same things, and so that's kind yeah. of what it was for me too. Is they actually cut away of the guide because it helps you. It, it's it's like it's nice because like you see that it's helping Arthur on top of helping us. It's you know, because like, he like Ford gives him the book when he's like freaking out over the fact that he's on this ship, like after Earth has been exploded. He gives him the book. He's like, "Here, read this. Shut up. Calm down." <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I love like whenever yeah the book is like explaining itself, and they're like one reason that you know it's a bestseller is it has um bold letters in the back, "Stay calm." Like yeah. Um, but I, another thing that I like too is like I feel like. They just, they, they just, as soon as the movie started, it just got to the point. Yeah. And I like that so much where I, I wish more movies would do that. Cause like throughout the adventure, you start to like our author. You, you, you like, you start to like the people that you're hanging out with watching yeah. their adventure versus about who these people are as they do stuff. Yeah. Exactly. Versus like, I feel like almost all movies now, it's just like, they want you to, to learn about the person and then go on the adventure. I'm just like, mm-hmm. it's, you know, it works and a lot of movies, it does work. But I mean, I feel like most of the people listening and watching know for me, it's just like, just get to the point. Yeah. You know? Like show, don't tell. Yeah. Yeah. If there's too much story, if there's too much building, it can really kill a movie. So I don't know. I oh, really gonna, enjoyed yeah. that. It's going to kill your momentum before you even get the chance to get any. Yeah. Yeah, like right off the bat, you're like, okay, wait, what's happening? But then you kind of feel like author too of just like he's confused, you're confused, and like you're learning as he's learning, kind of thing. Right. Um. And yeah, I I love the uh, every time they oh, what was it called? But every time they did the jump in this sp- spaceship and they would turn into different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, the probability I, drive. Yeah. Yes. 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 I love that. I thought that was so just like another quirky weird thing to throw in there that worked that was yeah. fun especially when they turned into the yarn people you know oh, yeah that transition was so cool when he's throwing up into the can and then it zooms up to him his hand is yarn but then it like gets up to him and he's normalized his face is normal 
Yeah. Yeah. And just like stuff like that. That's like, there was a lot of really well done details in this movie. Um, and I, I think it doesn't get enough credit for how many small detailed things they do mm-hmm. that uh, I think are easily overlooked. And I, I feel like only because I'm going through it again, I'm noticing a lot of things too. Like even just like whenever they're zooming through uh, at the end, whenever they're zooming through the new earth, you know, or just like little things here and there. That I'm just like, man, like they put so much work into this freaking movie. It's crazy. <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah. Like the CG, the CG budget on this must've been like nuts. I'm curious oh, yeah. if I'm curious if they lost money on this movie. Let's see if I scroll down far enough. Okay. So the budget was $50 million. Uh, the worldwide worldwide gross is $104 million. Okay. So they said probably lost money on it. <laughs> Cause when you count advertise, cause I know this movie was advertised pretty heavily. Yeah, so yeah, that's just the budget for the actual movie. Yeah, I bet yeah. overall, it's either yeah, either some loss or or a break close. even there. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. So, what did you dislike about this movie? So I was thinking to myself, like, so I've got this habit of watching these movies and uh, letting other people like affect the way I think about these movies. I'll go in and like. When I saw like Force Awakens, I was like, man, this movie's great. I love this movie. And then I saw other people's opinions of it. I was like, maybe this movie's not as good as I thought it was. Maybe I didn't like think of these other things. Um, it's like, this is basically just a copy of episode four. Um, so with this movie, I kind of, I feel like I got in that same uh, rhythm there where I watched it. I was like, oh man, the singing, the, the dolphin singing the song in the beginning. That's like a reference to the, the there's a, a, there's a book called So Long and Thanks for All the Fish. Uh, it's like the third or fourth book in the series. Uh, and then there's, uh, the fact that the dolphins all disappear in the beginning. I thought it was a really interesting way of showing that, um, because they all leave earth because they know it's going to get exploded. Uh, but, uh, uh, so I've found myself going into this movie, remembering that I, or thinking that I remember myself like not liking it and I watched it and I was like, I actually do like this movie. This movie's snappy. This movie moves along pretty quickly. Uh, but I did find the one thing that just as a almost 40 year old adult now, the one thing I didn't care for is the one thing that one of the few things that is not in the book that's still there, that is there. Uh, the other thing that's in the book is the Hava Kavula plot element, which I'm sure was going to go somewhere if they had other movies to do it in. Uh, but one of the elements I mentioned earlier uh, that's not in the book that was in the movie was the love interest love triangle i don't know uh ish uh with trillin arthur dent and uh and zaff and people rocks uh she they made it so like she realized she was in love with arthur dent because they had this thing where they met each other uh on earth uh like a few months before earth was exploded uh and then they met each other on the ship and yada 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 in the book they'd never met before seeing each other in the ship the only two that had met each other where, uh, or the only other person that Arthur had met previously was Zaffin, um, cause he met him at a party. He did meet him at a party, but he never met Trillin. Um, so in the book, Trillin was like indifferent towards Arthur. He, he was just another human. Um, and that's all really the only interest she had in him. Um, but the addition of the love interest 
I understand that's why they uh it's very obvious that's why they cast zoe deschanel for this movie um they could have cast somebody else if they weren't going to do the love interest thing but uh that's the one thing i didn't really care for in this movie i, I feel like they could have done okay without it um because they could have just rescued her if she was a friend and if he wasn't like madly infatuated with her or whatnot so i don't know right that's the one thing i didn't really care for with this movie um <clears throat> For me, and again, I know people listening, if, if you've listened to much all of our older stuff, you'll probably roll your eyes, but I feel like we got introduced to way too many people that led nowhere. That like <laughs> and granted, I, I know that there was plenty like they were hoping to make more and all that kind of stuff. So it, it really could come down to that. of just like little introductions, like, um, I already forgot his name, but the actor, John, um, Oh, John Malkovich, uh, Habakavula. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, I want to know more about him. I want to know more about even the background of like the president of the universe. Like, just like all these, like, I want to know, those details not these random people that get thrown in there i don't know like i, I it's like mixed feelings of just like okay this scene didn't wasn't necessary because like like why do i care about this person right. um so i and again like it could just come down to if there was another movie and we see those people again or it's like more of their point of view of something cool that's cool you know i i get that but we have a gun for that we we do have a gun for that <laughs> uh, so uh, to me i feel like that's kind of my only complaint that i could think of after watching this was just like you would kind of meet somebody or they would talk about somebody or somebody would be kind of quick and then you're like they're done but you're like okay but I feel like they play a bigger part than what they were given right here. So, yeah, particularly with the whole uh, the whole element where his head is still on display in this dude's like church or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so this movie ends and it's like, let's go, let's go to this restaurant. It's like, you know, your other head is still with the other <laughs> dude that you don't like, right? Yeah, yeah. That, that's why I was just like, the uh, yeah it, and it was a mixture of that too it was just like the ending just kind of felt not done and yeah. i mean it makes sense of why it felt not done because it it wasn't done right um so yeah those are my complaints about this yeah so, the, the Hitch, hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy uh universe yes yeah uh all right so what we do now i I know. I'm sorry, people. We are on Letterbox, so now we rate our movies based off a star rating, which is between one and five. So, uh, and which you can follow us there if you want. Which is, let's do a podcast and see all the movies we've watched and rated the most recent ones. So, Anthony, how would you rate this movie? I would rate this movie at 3.5. I feel like this movie was as true as it could be to the book. Uh, I understand why they made some certain artistic choices with characterization and yada, 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 so on and so forth. The, they actually, it's funny because they actually added in more plot elements, like the whole trip to the Vogon sphere 
wasn't in the book. They ended up just like going straight to Magrathia, uh, Magrathia, uh, whatever. Uh, so they never went to the planet with. Uh, uh, I had the guy's name and then I just lost it. Uh, but John Malkovich's character, they never went to the Vulganosphere. Uh, so they ended up actually padding it out uh, from the book a little bit. Uh, but uh, it's like just like the love story thing that was like just like. Man, it, it, maybe if they had the chance to make another movie, they would have justified it a little bit better. Um, right. So I don't know. I give it a three and a half. It's it's a really good attempt at a uh, really good attempt at a uh, adaptation of a really good book. Uh, they just didn't do it good enough to like attract general audiences. And honestly, if they did get a general audience like praise, I probably wouldn't have liked it. So yeah. what are you gonna do? <clears throat> Um, I feel like that's a really fair rating, so I'll give mine the same three and a half. I, I, I think it's a good movie. Um, I would recommend people to watch it. I think it's a good one yeah. to put on. Um, <clears throat> I, I really, I, I just, I enjoyed you learn things as Arthur learned things. Uh, I think yeah. that was, I think that's one of my favorite things about this. Um, so you start off confused, but so does the main character. So it's really, really fun. Yeah. Uh, one thing we didn't even touch on, the practical effects were great. Like the Vogue oh, yeah. puppets. I feel bad for the dudes in those suits. Those they, they were in these giant rubber suits. They're wearing, wearing giant rubber suits with giant rubber suits on top of the normal giant rubber suit. So Yeah. No, definitely. They're yeah. That just goes back even to the 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 details of everything that they did yeah. for this movie. Like it's insane. So I think it's worth a watch. Uh, I don't think it's the most amazing movie, um, but I think it'll keep your interest for the hour, almost two hours. Yeah. So I, I, yeah, I mean, I to me, it went back today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it it really did. I feel like watching it. It didn't feel like you were two hours and you're like oh my god and please you're like oh okay yeah this movie's pretty snappy it goes pretty quickly so so there you go there's hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy um so let us have you finished your beer i did let's talk about our beers then um i finished mine it's still amazing I I truly think I'd still keep this a five. Yeah. This is one I there's almost no flaw. And I mean I'm feeling it a lot more because I haven't had dinner yet. And uh, <laughs> me, me either. For lunch it was a salad, so it's like I don't have a lot in me right now, but it's still really good. Um yeah, it's one if I if they had it at the brewery, I'd buy all the packs that I could, like I did last night. Nice. So what about you? All right. So purple, purple. So we've had uh, Roy G. Bip, 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 uh, red, orange, yellow, blue, and purple. Uh, I'd have to say I still think, so I think blue was number one or number two in my rankings there, followed by yellow, then green, and then red and orange. Purple, I think, falls after blue and yellow. Uh, maybe ahead of green there. So uh, I I do have to say, though, all of the beers in Hop Unity series, I do enjoy them very much. I will give this one a four. 
Nice. Yeah, that's really yeah, good for you. It's pretty good. So it tastes more hey. like a, it tastes more like an imperial. Well, uh, more like an imperial IPA than a hazy double IPA. But I digress. It's still pretty good. Yeah, I. I wish I could taste it. <laughs> um, yeah, that's one thing. So I can't save one and uh, bring you uh, bring you some up there. Right, just hide it in your suitcase. Don't don't yeah. let anybody know. <laughs> but all right, let's move on to our thing of the week. Do you have something, or do I need to go? You go ahead first. All right, so we decided to go through the TV series instead of going through the office for like the millionth time. Hannah's never gone through Seinfeld. Exactly. Not so, no. um, it's the it's huge in my house. My my mom, like my whole family, like we grew up just watching this. Yeah. Um. So it's been always such like a a big thing, and we reference it so much that Hannah's just like, even though she hasn't seen it, she knows all the references almost. Um, uh, So we're, we're finally, I think we're, I think we're only on season two right now, Mm -hmm. but it's just great. Cause like it brings you joy whenever like you think a series is funny. And then like your spouse watching it for the first time is laughing pretty hard too. Cause like there's obviously there's stuff in there. You're like, oof, that didn't age well. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but there's still some really funny stuff in there. So it, it's it's been fun to go through again. On top yeah. of, of course, all the other shows that we're watching, because apparently there's no shortage of us rewatching shows. Um, I, I do gotta say, some of my favorite early Seinfeld uh, stuff is uh, Elaine dancing, for one. That's just oh, yes. pretty great. Pretty terrible. Yeah. Like, I, I kind of forgot about like where uh, Art Vandalay came in. Yeah. <laughs> so watching the first episode of whenever they figure out how to use the name and not and just be like this name goes on for the whole series. So it's it's yeah. just funny to watch the beginning at at this age of my life versus they watching it as a kid. Right. Um so yeah, I just so I guess my thing of the week is it's Seinfeld. I mean it it's such a weird show, but it's really funny. So what you got, Anthony? Uh, so my thing of the week is, let me see, look around the room, because I well, I was so engaged in the Seinfeld thing that I wasn't thinking about my own thing. So, <laughs> nice. Uh, so my thing of the week is Prime Day, actually. <clears throat> so uh, Amazon Prime Day is coming up tomorrow. Got to give uh, that usually... money to Daddy Bezos. Yeah, so I'm usually not into it, uh, but there's actually a few things I got my eye on. Uh, like I want to buy this bed frame. I want to buy adult stuff, uh, and uh, so I'm gonna buy grown up items. I'm gonna buy a bed frame for our spare bedroom, uh, which is actually gonna be this room that I'm in right now. And I'm gonna we're gonna move our office to the other room, uh, but uh, we have this just stack of mattresses in the other room, and so I'm excited to buy a mattress, uh, a thing to put mattresses on. Um, and uh yeah maybe buy like a new pair of uh airpods because my current pair of airpods is like three years old so (laughs) i feel like i've earned a new pair my wife's gone through two uh two Mm. three pairs and so i feel like i've earned mine 
because I've just had mine since forever. So, uh, but yeah, it's uh, giving money to the uh, giving money to Daddy Bezos. Uh, but uh, you know, uh, a deal's a deal, even with a dirty dealer. So I'll I'll still take a, I'll still take the cheap stuff. So yeah, no, I get that too. Like I mean, I've looked at a bunch of the stuff that's going to be for Amazon Prime Day, and I kind of thought the same thing. But I was like, so like we just bought a car, so I was like, okay. Before I spend all this other money, I need to calm down. Let let, <laughs> let let's let's work on the car, and then you know the car money aspect, and then let's we can buy things that we need to. That's right. This past month was new car month, wasn't it? Apparently, yeah. Same weekend, y'all got a new car. We did yeah. too. Nice. It was that's so funny. Yeah, I man. Yeah, I won't Fun say times, too much yeah. about it, but yeah, it was it was. <laughs> Oh, we were very lucky we found the deal that we 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 got because that the jeep beforehand was such a great car but man we almost had 180,000 miles for a 2011 i was like there's about to be a lot of issues with this car so yep yep yep, yep. i feel like it's like every 80,000 miles you just get like a heavy amount of issues on a car so you're 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 coming up on it or uh 90,000 yeah 90,000 so yeah, I was like, let's get rid of it before we can get nothing for it. So exactly. Anyways, uh, yep. All right, everybody. Uh, thank you so much for hanging out with us. I don't know. I had fun this episode. I did as well as oh. always. Right. Hopefully, y'all, you all enjoyed it. Uh, make sure to leave us a review wherever you listen to us. That really helps boost up the podcast. And if you have any movie or beer recommendations, hit us up. We'd love to try them. Um, you can watch us on Facebook at Let's Do a Podcast, Twitch, Let's uh, Twitch a Podcast, and YouTube at Let's Do a Podcast. You can listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts. And mm, follow us on Letterboxd at Let's Do a Podcast. Yes. Untapped at Let's Do a Podcast. Also that. I need to really update our linked tree and put that at, kind of in the, the notes so everything for follow us on anything will be right there. Yeah. Uh, so, everybody, thank you so much for hanging out with us. We appreciate it, and we will see you next time. Uh, I'm Ryan. I'm Anthony. Let's end a podcast. Yeah. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody.